0: To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. friends, welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with another episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. This is episode 470. Today our topic is Independence Day fun. You can find the show notes for today's episode at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. And do you need summer reading? How about the Choose Seekers Mystery Series? You can find out more information at MediaAngels.com forward slash store. And right now, all of the novels are on sale. Well, when was the last time your Independence Day fun turned into something more memorable and included the entire family? It doesn't have to be a huge party, but here are some simple ideas to get your fun started. You know, I know that at times we can go all out and get overwhelmed, especially if you're a mom and you want to outdo what you did the last time. But what I've learned as I've gotten older, which is the whole uh, reason for the series with vintage, you know, being um, having some experience under my belt is that I love it when people bring a dish or help to share, you know, in the prep or whatever that is. And at one point, my family was young. So you know, my daughter had all these little babies. And so it was just easier to tell her to come and give her a break. And um, as I've gotten older, and her kids have gotten older, and our family has grown, it's a lot more doable, and it's a lot more fun. And as one of my kids said one time, even if we're eating peanut butter and jelly on a picnic blanket, on the floor, in the living room, it's still fun because we're doing it together. And that's really what you want to do. Anytime you have any events, any family events, What you're really doing is building memories. My heritage is Italian, and I remember one of my uncles coming over one time and telling me that. He said, you know, what you're doing is the best thing you can do for your kids. You're building memories. And that stayed with me because that was really true. One of my gifts is being hospitable. The more the merrier. I love having people over, and it doesn't stress me out. The only time it stresses me out is when people are stressed out that want to eat at a certain time. So if they come to the house and they're more relaxed about things like that, then I think that it's much easier to do. And so people that come over know that we're going to have a ballpark time when we're eating, but it's not going to be perfectly set. And there's plenty of food out so that people can eat and just relax. And the great thing is now... All the events are not at my house. So that's another plus. So we can share going to different people's houses, especially my daughter. When the children were younger, the first thing we did was talk about Independence Day and what it means to our country. We discussed the brave men and women who stood up for their ideals over insurmountable odds. And we take pride in being Americans and all that brings us. And for that, we are thankful and pray. Nothing in life comes without a cost. And so you can talk to your children about today and about some of the things that have happened and some of the things that we've lost as a nation. And it just makes it real. You know, there was an analogy one time that talked about a tree with shallow roots and how easily that is blown over. Well, one of the reasons is because the root system hasn't had any hardships. It could find water near the surface and it didn't have to dig down to find that water and have some times of drought and problems and so forth so that it could have super deep roots. Well, that's how it is with our family and all of these events and all of the things that we do is really building a family community and it's deepening our roots and our connections with each other. One of the things that I love to celebrate with my family is everything from decorating to food. And I love the idea of spending time with my family in my own backyard. And even if you don't have a backyard, you can improvise and still have fun. As long as you celebrate with family and friends, every time that you get together is a celebration. And my favorite party ideas are ones that I can do year after year that don't break the bank. So here are some ideas that I like to implement. The first is including the kids. The children enjoy decorating and we made a project to start way ahead of time. So for example, we were gonna do um, banners and so we decided to do some chains. You know, those little paper chains that always look so great. And we used red, white, and blue construction paper cut into strips. And we made a celebration train. It was fun to create and put up and enjoy. Plus, it was cheap. The great thing about it is we could dismantle it, which took some doing and maybe a little bit of ripping if you use staplers and staples. and um, Or you could use tape, which also makes makes it rip. But what we could do was throw it away if we wanted to. And I also shopped for red, white, and blue things that I could keep year after year. And one of the things as the family grew, I mean, to begin with, in wanting to save money, we didn't uh, want to use disposable things. So we used, you know, real cups and plates. And I ended up buying clear plates, just clear glass dishes that I found on sale. And most of, uh, I would say half of them match with one pattern and like half are just perfectly clear. And then the other have some etching. But it's really nice because it goes with any party decoration. And that's not to say you can't use, you know, plates, you know, get red, white and blue plates. And the best time is when? When the holiday is over. Yes, that means you have to store things all year long. But it's much less expensive than trying to buy things that are right, you know, right during the season. And I also love to reuse tablecloths from year to year, so I purchase cloth that could be washed, and many stains come out quickly. I forgo colored napkins because I don't know about you, but they never seem to work so well. They're pretty, but they never really wipe your hands well. And then I make a plan with the kids to set up events for those attending. So we've got our decorations, and now, what are our plans? If you're a party family, you probably have lots of games you guys like to play. And, you know, my kids wanted to resort to things like airsoft, which I hate because, you know, it's, we won't even get into that. But if the weather is nice, you can play outdoor games. And so one of our family favorites before they got older and like to do things like that was croquet. And we still have a large croquet set that the kids take out. And then once my kids went off to school and college, they brought back a lot of fun games that they played, such as Trampoline Slam. If you haven't seen that, the original of it is pretty expensive, but you can get other ones that are not as expensive. I think it's called something like that. And it's a little trampoline. No, the kids can't jump on it, but they can throw a ball on it. And there's like a whole bunch of different rules And as my family would only do, they change rules and add on to the rules. So that's another thing. Um, There's a thing called Bottle Bash as well. And there's so many more um, outdoor types of games. And if you look up outdoor family games online, you will see many. And I also learned another money-saving tip. And that is you can buy returned, open box, or damaged box games And if there are pieces missing, you can return it and you'll get your money back. So it's guaranteed. Just make sure you leave yourself enough time to return things. But the savings are substantial. And if the weather is nice and you have space and it's hot, then consider a slip and slide as well as a little sprinkler set up for the kids. And it can be just a little plastic one on a hose. Even though we have a pool, the little kids would much rather be on a slip and slide And one of the things that we do, especially with a large gathering, is we assign specific adults to watch the kids. And this is very important. And we make sure to take turns so that we know where the little ones are, especially. And now for the real fun. And what does that mean? Food. When we think about a party, we usually start with a day, a time, and then jump right into the food. And if I give you a blank sheet of paper and asked you to write down some foods that signify the fourth, what would you do? For the fourth of July, what would be your favorite foods? Well, the first on my list was actually corn on the cob, and then hot dogs, not because I like them, but because the kids do, hamburgers, ribs, grilled chicken, coleslaw, potato salad, toss salad, and chips. And then, of course, there's dips, fresh veggies grilled sausages grilled veggies meat kebabs or veggie kebabs cookies pie ice cream homemade of course and lemonade or iced tea now you can go get party platters you can do all kinds of other things to make it easier on yourself but I found that cooking and not every single thing on that item of course of that list of course is something that you know has saved a tremendous amount of money. More than likely for our 4th of July celebration, we're going to grill chicken and and bake ribs. I know it's an oxymoron that we should be grilling them. But I actually like them better in the oven. And my husband likes them on the grill. So I give him a few of the ribs, because he's the only one who really likes them grilled, um, to cook on the grill. We don't have a smoker. And I've talked about getting one for years. But neither one of us is very patient when it comes to outdoor uh, grilling even though my brother swears by them and says they're great and we're probably going to stick to easy sides and I'll probably throw in some hot dogs for those picky little ones that won't need anything else. If your family is super large it may be easier just to get paper plates to cut down on the cleanup and our family loves homemade ice cream. If you um, like it you can get ice cream churns for Pretty reasonably priced, and there's lots of recipes out there. The one I use is passed down from my husband's grandmother, and you cook the um, the ingredients the day before, which is kind of like a pudding. Like um, is what it ends up to be, and then you refrigerate it overnight. And the day of the party, you add half and half, vanilla extract, and churn. And then, of course, we have lots of toppings for the ice cream. And once the food and fun wind down, it's time for fireworks. We're blessed to have neighbors who spare no expense. And in the years past, we would sit outdoors, bug spray and ham. And we use neem oil, which is great. And it's also non-toxic, as well as doTERRA um, has something called TerraShield that I buy in bulk. And I actually have um, a link for you on the website if you're interested in more information on alternatives to uh, toxic sprays. And so we sit outdoors in the evening even in hot buggy Florida and we enjoy some of the sights. The best time is spent with the family once again creating memories. I pray for you to have a very safe, happy, blessed Independence Day. Again, you can find the show notes for today's episode at Episode 470 Independence Day and you can find the show notes at Vintage Homeschool Moms Dot .com Take care, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to The Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at mediaangels.com and The Vintage Homeschool Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of The Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.